What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. That Kevin Durant is, quote, a long shot to return next season. Apparently his free agency and his impending free agency is at the root of a lot of this frustration. RJ, what does Vegas make of the cracks in the foundation of the Golden State Warrior run? One is it's different. And to me, the thing that probably has been the biggest surprise with Golden State is the lack of problems like this. Pat Riley called it the disease of me. And after a first championship, you often see it. And if you look at a team, even Shaq and Kobe, right? How many titles would they have won if they had stuck together? I'm guessing more than they did apart, right? And then if you think about the idea of the Eagles, calling on the herds, been talking a bunch about, oh, they got their one title, You've got linemen saying, I'd rather win one title and have fun than five and have to work hard. And listen, I'm not judging. Maybe you reach the pinnacle. It's the old, to me, one of the more daunting concepts. And this is going to seem out of left field, but let's think about it. Kurt Cobain, right? Nirvana. A lot of people remember. Huge, huge album came out, Nevermind. This was someone who was a great artist by most people's opinions, but then he killed himself. And then you think about it and you say, well, he was probably, you know, was it by, you know, was it chemical? Was it some circumstances at the time? And 
ultimately, there's been a lot of discussion about it. And they said what it was, what they think it was. Once you reach the peak and you're still not happy, what do you have to wait for? Right? Because if you are thinking, if one day I get rich, then I'm going to be happy. Or if one day I could only date that girl, Brad, for example, in high school, <laughs> you're probably thinking, yep. Molly Ringwald, if only she will go to the prom with me, my red beard, her red hair. But then if you reach that pinnacle and you're still not happy, now it's like, what's next? To me, Golden State reaching the pinnacle and being content seemingly where they were happy. Let's do it again. Let's ball. That to me was the upset of upsets. The fact now that there's a crack in that and, and perhaps a serious one, it's not surprising. But boy, I think it's probably worth taking a moment now to look back and say how surprising it's been it's taken this long. I'm R.J. Bell straight out of Vegas. I also think, though, Jonas, the way you set it up with, oh, Durant saying, you know, unlike, or at least reports from insiders who know are saying Durant's an underdog to resign. You got to wonder if that's a power play. If that's Durant saying, I want Draymond out of here, I'm going to make it clear if you make me, don't make me happy, I'm gone. And what's going to happen? In theory, Golden State is going to react aggressively to please Durant. Because if they could choose between having Durant or Draymond, we know who they want. Right? So I think whenever something comes out from inside a camp, in my experience, that camp wants it out. So this to me what gets really interesting is the idea that Golden State did suspend Draymond when they usually have been pretty permissive with him. That feels like a real statement to say, we're on your side, Durant. And if that ends up making Draymond even more upset, if this is a power play, if this is a, hey, give me the ball, hey, give me some love, well, it seems like Golden State's going in the other direction and going towards Durant, which in theory would make Draymond even more upset. One of the interesting comments that came out of last year's NBA Finals run in which they won again was David West, um, Sean Livingston, a couple of players on that team who said, if only you guys knew what went on this year, the fact that we got here, if only you guys knew. So it's not like this just popped up in one game, uh, in game 11 against the Clippers on a Monday night or whatever it was. This has been happening for presumably for months, something's been off there. They were still able to win and win the NBA championship a year ago. It just wonders if the organization stepping in and making the suspension is them recognizing we got a real problem here moving forward. But here's the question, Jonas, how much of that are you sure? Are we sure was about conflict within the team and how much was, you know, Steve Kerr being very cognizant of it's hard to keep winning. So we're going to do everything we can to lower the stakes during the regular season and point towards a, you know, 40 day kind of push the last three rounds of the playoffs. Or have you heard things specifically about internal team conflict 
last year. That was only what came out after the finals, and and it it perked my ears up, and I remember people discussing it. We had no idea that there was real issues there or animosity between teammates or whatever, but they were they made mention to it. They didn't name names, but when you see this happening, educated guess you just assume this may be what it's about. No, for sure. And last thing on this. Imagine the game theory here. Meaning Golden State now saying we'd rather have in their own minds, they're not saying it explicitly probably, rather have Duran if we have to choose between the two. But you have Draymond on the team this year. So, in theory, the trouble increases. His discontent increases. But then what happens if later in the year, Durant, who has free agency coming up, if it becomes clear he is leaving, do you then double back and try to take Draymond's side? So, in a weird way, if they make a bet on Durant and he chooses to leave, they could lose the Warriors' both players, it would seem. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Here on Straight Out of Vegas, disagreements had to be had. That just happens here. Sometimes we'll call out pros, we'll call out experts, but RJ, you disagree with an opinion that Colin Cowherd had this this week on the herd discussing the process in Philly. This officially ends. That stupid thing called the process. The process was always a gimmick. Nerland's Noel, bust. Jaleel Okafor, bust. Markel Fultz, bust. Uh, Michael Carter-Williams, mostly a bust. Their number one pick this year is out for the year. This is why I loved the Sixers acquiring Jimmy Butler. He's a real player. There is no science or analytics that nails drafts. Even Belichick struggles. This is why I'm pro-Jimmy Butler and anti the process. Get me men who can play. Wrong, wrong, wrong. <laughs> think about this a second. And, and let's think about it like a gamble. But you might say, eh, maybe I'm not a gambler, right? Studies show straight out of Vegas about half our listeners actually bet sports, half don't. But we all are gambling. Buy that house. Do you get a mortgage loan that is locked in or do you get a variable? There's all kinds of decisions to make. So imagine the following scenario. Imagine if I said, I am going to bet $1,000 to win 10000 but I have a 33% chance to win. So one-third chance to win, I'm getting paid 10 to 1. Now, Jonas, you're square, pretty Square. Very square. You'd want that bet, right? <laughs> Hell yeah, I want that bet. Yeah, 1,000 to win 10, and the true odds are 1 in 3. Now, imagine if you were able to make six of those bets. So $1,000 six times, and you ended up winning two. Right? And maybe those two are Embiid and Ben Simmons in this hypothetical. Okay. <laughs> now, people could say, I'm not going to say Colin, but people could say, oh, you lost four of those bets. I'm going to say, yeah, yeah, but I'm up now. I have $20,000. And oh, by the way, if I take that $20,000 and because I have it, I'm able to go into business with someone on a real estate deal that would have never went into business with me if I didn't have that $20,000. Oh, by the way, that's Jimmy Butler who now decides I'm willing to go over 
to the Sixers because they hit on two of their lottery tickets. To me, this trade proves the wisdom of the process for Hanky for the Sixers. It's just the next stage of that process. And oh, by the way, we did a study. If you look in the 14 season, 15 and 16 of the NBA, the teams that lost the most. So during the main hanky years, these are the teams that lost the most. 76ers, Lakers, Magic, T-Wolves, Knicks, Kings. Now let's throw the Lakers out because it's the Lakers, it's Magic, it's LeBron, and the Lakers were able to now be a very viable team. Not through their drafting so much, not through their process, rather Magic, Laker, LeBron. Okay. Otherwise, who would you rather be? The Sixers, the Magic, the T-Wolves, the Knicks, the Kings. Jonas, you even, you, that's an easy answer for you, isn't it? Oh, clearly uh, the Kings. No, uh, the 76ers. <laughs> Absolutely. And to me, think about it. It's one thing to theoretically, RJ, all your fancy schmancy theories. Yeah, it makes a ton of sense. But it's beyond that. Look at the results. Right now, the Sixers, in the next three or four years, one of the, Fez, that's an interesting question. If I said, let's start a draft, whoever wins the most titles in the next seven years, and you're going to snake draft. So let's say we're going with uh, Warriors first. You know, who knows next? But wouldn't you say for sure the Sixers are one of the five or six teams you're picking? Yeah, Boston two, Toronto three, and Philly four. Toronto three? With... Where's the Lakers? Well, I, I tell you this. You want to make a bet? Let's get the green button out right now. Where you take Toronto, I'll take the Lakers. Titles in the next five years. Oh, Hunter, but <laughs> might have to put that in escrow. Toronto currently the favorite to win the East right now. Yeah, plus one thirty. One year. Right? But, I mean, what's the odds that they're going to keep Leonard? Well, as long as they got Van Vliet, they should be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he loves Van Vliet. So think about it, guys. Ultimately, there was a bunch of bad teams during that period. They didn't have a choice to be bad. They were bad. And one team beyond the Lakers is clearly in the best position to win in the future. How you can possibly critique the process when it's what got you here if you're the Sixers? Doesn't make sense to me. Hey, I love Colin. Doesn't mean he's not wrong sometimes. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. We're taking a risk, but that's what I do for a living. What NFL game do you think is the biggest this weekend? Let's go Thursday night, Green Bay, Seattle. Oh, line in this game, Seattle at home, favored by two and a half. Every spread tells a story. This one says home field's three. Seattle has even better than average home field. More on that in a minute. But this is saying Green Bay is the clearly better team since Seattle's not even favored by three at home. My first gut feeling, disagree. I like Seattle here. What do you think is the biggest factor in the game? Number one factor is the short travel week for the Green Bay-Seattle game because, well, you know, RJ, we always look to fade the team that's traveling on Thursday. So Green Bay has to go to Seattle. That's a bad spot. But 
What makes it a really bad spot is the travel they've had to do over the past 19 days. 10,000 miles this team's going to put on. They've been to L.A., they've been to Boston, and now they got to go to Seattle. <laughs> Who's they? Pronouns, pal. Packers, a lot of travel. <laughs> how many times? I was just counting. How many times is he going to say they in, in a row? <laughs> All right, so they, also known as the Packers, Tough on the road on Thursday to start with. Now, some listeners are going to say, wait a second. If we know that, if you're talking about it on 200 Fox Sports Radio stations coast to coast, RJ, doesn't everyone know it? Yeah, a lot of people know it. But the market as a whole doesn't price it properly. If you just blindly played Thursday home teams, you're about 55% against the spread since the Thursday games came along. So you want to look home or pass Almost always on Thursday. Number two, Green Bay is not a very good road team to start with. If you look at the core part of Aaron Rodgers' career, his prime, they've been a below 500 team. The Packers on the road, even in Aaron Rodgers' prime. Okay, And you add in fourth game in this four-game sample, three road games, a bunch of travel, 10,000-plus miles, in night is it 19 days? It is. And then finally, Seattle's home field is the best in the NFL when the crowd is enthused. And to me, Thursday night, bright lights against in an important game if you want to make the playoffs. I think Seattle, that crowd is rocking on Thursday. I can tell you right now, it will be one of my biggest bets of the week. Seattle Seahawks laying less than a field goal. Yeah, and Green Bay has not won a game on the road all year long. They're 0-4. They've been outgained by 40 points. They've been very good at home where they haven't lost, RJ. Horrible spot here at Seattle. Okay, so Seattle we both like. Fez, that went okay. I'm going to give it a six. Now you get to pick the second NFL game <laughs> of, what would you give it, Just Six, right? Yeah, I mean. I, mean, I, I got a nine and a half. He got a, a six. Yeah, I, but I guess I, that averages out to what, a seven and a half? Like yeah, so eight? everything's okay. Not bad. Game two. Minnesota Vikings plus two and a half at the Chicago Bears. Now, you had this as your early bird best bet yesterday, which has been killing it for everyone, all the listeners. What's the couple main points? Let's go. You talked yesterday about Minnesota. The defense is improving. Uh, Third down efficiency for their defense, stopping the other team. Very good. Let's spend a little bit of time on the Bears side of it. My gut feeling is... Nagy, let's give him a ton of credit, coach for the Bears. A ton. He's made Trubisky serviceable. But if you look at it, it feels like it's a lot of scheming. He's out scheming his opponents. I don't think you out scheme Zimmer. Zimmer could be the second, third best coach in football. I believe. Do you agree with that? I do. And if you look against the spread, since Zimmer became the head coach of the Vikings, he has the best against the spread record of any team, any coach, and it's not even close. Almost 67% against the spread. And even this year, having somewhat of a down year, the Vikings still have a winning spread record 4-3-2. and Yes, so this is a very... So the coaching edge isn't going to be there so much for Nagy. The Bears, if you look at their strength of schedule, it's been pretty weak generally. And lastly, my last thought on it is They've looked impressive against some bad teams. And 
getting margin against a bad team is important, but it doesn't mean you can beat a good team. And I think Minnesota's mighty good. I agree with you. Vikings are a mighty good pick. Last thought on the game. Last thought is only one team with a winning record have they played the New England Patriots. RJ, you took the Patriots in that game. I took the Bears. You got the money. That's true. That's true. He still he hated that, doesn't he, Brad? <laughs> yeah, he does. All right. I'm RJ Bell straight out of Vegas. We just broke down the NFL's biggest games. There's one biggie biggie in college football. Yeah, and it's in Yankee Stadium. Wait, what? A college football game in Yankee Stadium? Yes, it's Notre Dame against Syracuse. Notre Dame a 10.5-point favorite. To me, the number one factor, Notre Dame's defense. Having a great season. Notre Dame overall having a great season. That defensive question mark for me, not as for Notre Dame's personnel, but who has Notre Dame played? The level of competition. Notre Dame hasn't played a single, not one, top 30 defense on the other side of the ball this Saturday, Syracuse not only has a top 30 offense, but a top 10 offense, I think, advantage Syracuse. I agree with you. Plus 10, I like it. Notre Dame's winning, and Notre Dame is a popular team. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.